Hey, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about all of our episodes, but this one's pretty ridiculous. So you have this license, you're a professional, you've been doing something for a gazillion years, and you know that you're like cut above the rest. And then you say to yourself, then what? It is true that there are millions of people who are sitting with uh, a set of expertise and licenses and just deliciousness that they have crafted into what I call mastery. And at some point, you got to take that mastery and do something else with it. Because, you know, I kind of believe we're either doing the damn thing or we're not. Now, in this episode, you're going to hear someone who's uh, deep inside of our community. And God, you talk about what does it mean to face yourself, face your fears, take yourself to the next level, reinvent the way you think, behave, distribute, create, and decide. Uh, I know for the woman, for the human, but specifically for the woman who's sitting outside there, who has been on a long journey and feels that she's at the end, I'm going to tell you, wait till you hear about reinvention and what it means to get to the next step, right where you are with what you have. Hey you, welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people because the uh, truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's I'm get started. I'm stoked about this conversation. Uh, I feel like it's like a long overdue People know who you are in pieces, and um, you're one of the most fascinating people who's ever uh, who I've ever just uh, seen from afar. And every time I see you up close, I'm like, it's still amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me, tell me, um, who are you? Who are you? Let's start there. Who are you, and why are we listening to you? Who am I? Well, I am. A hairstylist. I've been a hairstylist for over 29 years. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom. I'm an author. I'm a grandmother. You're a. You're also the an owner, a whole CEO. You were a hairstylist. Yes. Mm-hmm. I now own a hair salon. Mm-hmm. We own in a Atlanta, hair Georgia. In Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. I am. Um, a competitive bodybuilder. Listen to me. Did you guys just hear that? Did you hear what this woman just said? Did you know that? Did you know that she was a com- competitive? But I don't want you to think it's some play around thing. I'm talking about the 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 position. You get it? I want you to get the visual. I'm dead serious. One day I was I opened up Facebook like two years ago, and I've I don't really spend a lot of time on Facebook. But this moment, I swear to you, I see the pose and this person on stage, and I'm like. Who's that? And then you know when you make the picture bigger and you're like, what? That's Sharon? Sharon wasn't playing with these people. She wasn't playing with these children. And then I looked down in the mirror and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, who's, who's coaching who? 
like, look at that body. Come on, Sharon. And then I thought to myself about the level of intensity, focus, and determination it takes to get to that. And that's when I became intrigued about who you were. Mm. Because you can't wake up and become a bodybuilder. No. So let's forget about all the rest of this stuff. Uh, how did you decide? Why did you decide to become a bodybuilder? Well... I think it started probably about 11 years ago. I began to write down everything that I wanted to do in my life that I had just been putting off. Okay. And since I grew up as an athlete, I I just always was into competition and in sports. And I would watch this TV show, uh, I think it was American Gladiators, and I always wanted to like do some type of competition really? like that yeah yeah so hold on you you so when you were making your bucket list you were like bodybuilder period yes really yeah that's so fascinating yeah and so for years and years i um i kept putting it off i kept putting yeah. it off and then all of a sudden i was just like okay well i'm just i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it yeah how long did it take you i mean I'm sure you already had an amazing body before that, but bodybuilding is something totally different. Totally different. Well, I did something pretty, uh, I guess, miraculous and unusual Uh-oh. because I decided that I was going to compete in the competition in January. And that was the decision that I made. And the competition was actually in March. <laughs> <laughs> So you had 60 days? <laughs> Pretty much. You know what? That sounds about right. Now, here's why this is significant to me. Not because for the listener, uh, family, bestie, I want to be clear. I'm not interested necessarily in you making a decision to become a bodybuilder, but I am. I do want you to ask yourself, how much discipline do I have? What am I willing to do right now, even if the deadline for it is right around the corner? And I'm going to tell you, when I see these pictures, I know for a fact that she did the damn thing in 60 days. Part of the reason why we need to make some moves is because we just need to prove things to ourselves. Was it a mode of like for you of just proving something to yourself? Yeah, I was um, I was going through a lot um, in my personal life at the time. Yep. And yeah, so I just pretty much had to like transmute that energy. It was a lot of anger that I had. Um built up. So I had to do something to transmute the energy and then just make myself proud of me. And, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, so you, you're right. It definitely took a lot of determination and focus. Were you like in the gym? I'm just, I'm super nosy. Were you like in the gym five days a week kind of a thing? Do you even go to the gym when we're going to become a bodybuilder? What happens? You oh yeah. Eating? You have to, no, you have to eat all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was, um, maybe I should be bodybuilding. Was, <laughs> like, wait a second. I'm halfway there. What was that? <laughs> it's like an all day, um, process of negotiating what your meals are going to be and when you're going to have them. I felt like all I did was think about food. Really? Yeah. And it was a seven day a week commitment, uh, doing morning workouts and evening workouts. Got it. So I would go work out at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then that was a two hour workout, go to work, stand on my feet all day and work, go work out. Some, and then go work out after work. So you have to eat a lot of food because of the fact you're burning a lot of calories. Correct. Got it. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. So we can work out. So <laughs> you know what? I'm like, wait a second. So I'm halfway there with the eating. So, <laughs> so 
I think I am halfway there with the eating. <laughs> so I'm proud of it. Um, okay. So you begin to bodybuild and you get on stage, you enter a competition. Here's what I love about this. For me, you're not really building anything for yourself unless you, you get to showcase what you're doing. I feel like people often, and tell me if you agree, I feel like we say, okay, I'm going to do this thing and I'm doing it for me, but then we're doing it in private. Yeah. But you can't really be challenged or your back can't be up against the wall or you can't really prove anything unless there's something on the other side. And I guess the right word is competition. Yeah. There has to be some it, competition. It does. And I think that is the missing piece when um, people, they want to do something, they have a goal in mind. Yeah. Um, the thing that makes you push forward, I feel like, is having a deadline on that goal and then yes. being able to celebrate it yes. with yourself or somebody else. And that makes that makes that dream like real by having that deadline. You know, um, it reminds me of a principle I live by. It's what by when. So everything I do or even, you know, coaching and stuff. The number one thing I want to know is, okay, great. We're going to do that. Awesome. By when? Because if I know the what, but I don't have the when, there's no deadline. For me, if there's no deadline, it's not real. And even like in projects, ideas, I won't take on anything unless there's a deadline. Because I don't want to be in the building phase forever. Mm -hmm. I, like, you know, like I'm working on it. Nah, yeah. I won't work on it for 45 days. Done. Out. I, wanna work, I don't mind working on it for four years, but I want to have a deadline. So, Okay. You, I know I've spent a lot of time on bodybuilding, but there's three things that are really important to me uh, in order to like build the next version of ourselves with our licenses, with our expertise, with our money, with our, our family, children, whatever it might be, we actually have to build a foundation within ourselves. And as I think about all the things you've accomplished, I know for a fact that a good part of it is what you've, what you laid down in that time where you were like, hey, I got this bucket list, or I got this list of things I know I got to do. You didn't just go, like, you could have been doing the easier thing like I would have done, which would be like, I'm going to clean out my closet, you know, or, you know, like, I'm going to get a new wardrobe or something like that. You were like, no, I'm going to be in the gym for four hours a day, seven days a week. That's 30 hours. What? I, I could, I walked down the street uh, an hour ago for 10 minutes and I was tired. You get it? Yeah. So you said, I'm going to go all in. And I think I, what I love the most is that you went all in for yourself. Mm -hmm. And by going to a gym, you challenge yourself to show up. So in order to, is it fair to say that in order to do that thing, you have to build the foundation in ourselves? Oh, absolutely. And um, you have to get support. Mm -hmm. It was, it was easy for me to get up and go to the gym because I knew I had somebody that meeting me there that was going to support me in my goal. I think a lot oh. of times we feel like we have these bold, audacious goals and mm -hmm. we have nobody to help support us to get to the end result. And we, um, we lose hope and focus because we haven't found that right person to help to uh, take us. To where we want to go. When you say that uh, you had someone meet you, and I agree with you, we lose hope and focus. Two things. When you say you had someone, did you pay somebody? Was it like a was it like a personal trainer? Yes, I a had friend? a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. You know, I have I had a per, you know it's funny you say this. Uh, you know, I got sick last year, and um, one of the things I've been asking myself in my health game because 
all of last year was just doctors, endless doctors. And the more doctors I went to and the more hospital stays, I realized that none of them cared about me. They cared about finding the result in what I felt like was a win for them. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Anybody hear what I'm saying? Like, I felt like all these doctors, they were seeing me, Miss Lorgie, da 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 But, you know, like, after Dr. 30 or, or Needle 100, I remember being by myself in a waiting room and feeling this sadness slash weight. And I was like, I don't think any of these people actually care about me. I think that they care about the win that they could have. And I remember asking myself, when was the one time that I really, really like had someone who cared about me and it's when I had a personal trainer mm. I had a personal trainer who's actually one of our coaches in uh the do the damn thing world and he came into my world maybe about four years ago and it's wild because I'll never forget him uh saying something to me hey it was an exchange and he was like oh so uh, like, uh, you're strong. And I was like, oh, I'm super strong. You know, I walk toward 30 minutes a day and I drink celery every morning. Is that what I tell him? And he's like, oh, that's amazing. But I wasn't looking for a personal trainer. And I don't think he knew that I was going to become his client. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, so you're strong? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay, great. I want you to sit up and down the chair like this for a minute. It was the most simplest task about strength. And, 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 and in essence, I was just moving my body in a repetitive motion for a minute. And I remember going, <clears throat> I'm going to do that with my eyes closed. Are you serious? It's the wildest thing. I'm in this house. I brought my kids to this compound in uh, Florida. We're hanging out there. I've snuck out of California and I'm wearing like a, you know, sports bra and tights because I think with all my roles, I, you have to get the visual together. <laughs> and I'm standing outside. I think I'm cute. Hair pulled up. And I'm like, <clears throat> and I remember getting to like second 21. I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then he looks at me as he's still going and he goes strong, right? right? You know, and it was the first moment that I really understood something for myself that I just, I feel like I heard you say. There's a big difference between what we believe is is our strength and what our actual strength is Mm. and what it could be. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I honestly, I wasn't looking to lose weight. I have never, I want everyone to know, I really don't ever look to lose weight. Um, I have this crazy idea about how I just look good no matter what, you know? Um, And... But at that moment, he showed me how weak I was. And I saw an opportunity not to become fit, but to become strong. Mm-hmm. And then I asked, I remember asking myself that night, because I was actually pissed off. I was annoyed. I wasn't like, oh my gosh. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know why. You should have seen how much shit I was talking. I was like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. And I'm Tiffany motherfucking Largy. Like I was, but I had to own the fact that I, ha- I wasn't strong. Mm-hmm. I feel like, when you said to me, when you said, hey, and I know I'm taking a long time, but this hits home for me as a human, but really as a woman, like we don't really realize how weak we are. And then when we have that tiny moment where we feel weakness, we try other ways or busyness to cover it up. But what you just told reminded me of, we actually just need to sit down and get to the work, the actual strengthening work and that it's hard. And it's also rewarding. Very rewarding. You said something else important, which was like, you you were like, I didn't do it alone. That's why I, I asked you, because I'm like, I don't think I would have gotten to this level of strength had I not brought him into my life. Mm-hmm. 
I have friends. Yeah. I have people at home. I was walking 20 minutes a day. If yeah. you ask me if I could lift something, you know? But most people that are around you, they're not really going to challenge you. Bingo. They're going to co-sign on your limitations. And when you start to complain about something, yeah. they join in on the complaining versus like giving you a solution on how to take you higher. Yes. And that's what's great about having you know, some type of coach where they can see outside of your limitations and help push you. And and sometimes they be, they this. believe in you more than you than yourself. Yeah. Then you believe in yourself. Yeah. You know, co-signing. Everybody around you doesn't challenge you. Mm -hmm. And even though this episode is not about that, this, I'm going to get into the things she's accomplished in just a moment, but she's right. And this is an expert who has just said something super powerful. The people around you will co-sign. They will enable you. They will go, oh, your foot's hurting or you're tired. Why don't you come inside and rest? I remember when this coach, and it's Coach Ryan. Coach Ryan was like, listen, if that wore you out, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and I remember being angry. We're going to do it again. That's exactly it. <laughs> And he showed up the next day and he was like, listen, the people around you can do this for a minute and you can't do it for 30 seconds. I'm pretty sure we have a problem. And I remember feeling angry as I was doing the things he was asking me to do because there was no equipment. There was no dumbbells. But it's these simple movements for this period of time, I could not do them. And I became angry with myself. I'm like, this is probably why these things haven't happened. This is why I've been playing so small over here because this mirrored other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. That was the hardest thing for me to own. So there comes a moment, though, when you make a decision, right? You make a decision to be all in. And for me, I made a decision to be all in. I couldn't just fool around with him for a little bit. I was like, great, you're on board. You better fucking get me together. And, and uh, you got to get me together. Yeah. Whatever that is. And I'm going to be open because that's the other part. If you're not open, mm -hmm. then you're going to resist. Yeah. And then it's a problem. I became completely open and miserable as I went through the process of getting stronger. I looked at myself 30 days later and I was a different person. At what point did you realize that you had gotten there or that you were different? Um, well, I feel like I'm always striving to get there. Yeah. Like it's a. <laughs> yeah, but you've had big milestones ended. though. I mean. You've had milestones where you can go, okay, I did that and then that happened. I mean, you just bought a business and I haven't even gotten there yet. But do you know, I mean, think about this. Don't, don't, let's not underestimate how many licensed professionals there are in all categories, whether it's hair, real estate, doctor, who have had their license for decades mm -hmm. and have not gotten past having their license. And again, to the person who has their license, I'm not knocking it, but I meet so many of them who say, I would just like to do more. You, it, more doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to own a business to make more money. It's like more, I want to challenge myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just feel like that's a part of my DNA because mm. I grew up being a challenging child, always asking Tons of questions and just challenging child. You so weren't a challenging, challenging child. I was so curious. I was asking too many questions of adults where they would just tell me, like, go stay in the child's place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
could see you doing I, that yeah, too. Yeah, I got in trouble a lot because I just never was happy with the status quo and you know, this is how we've done it for yeah. so long. We're going to keep doing it like this. Well, what if there is a different way yes. to do it? Mm-hmm. And that is like one of the things that I enjoy about uh, being a hairstylist and behind a chair because I do get to interact with different people from mm-hmm. different backgrounds. So I can see, um, you know, the way people think and how you know, many different opportunities they have. And that just opens me up to a whole new world of possibilities for myself. And I just, I just, I got to keep growing because if you're not growing there, you you can't just be complacent. Like you're either growing or you're dying, period. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is correct. hundred percent. So we make this decision. Uh, does the world rally around you when you decide you're going to buy this uh, salon? When you're going to up your game? Like, does money fall from the sky? Does your sugar daddy show up? <clears throat> well, I want you to pass me pass his n- sugar daddy my number right to him now. if you find one. Uh, I want to say people. Um, I have this philosophy. Like, I, I pretty much I'll make decisions um, and. <clears throat> I have learned that, you know, not everybody is on your team. So I I make (laughs) sure that I am communicating with the people that I know that are going to support me. Yep. And it's funny when you make a decision, like the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, is going to start supplying things that you need to make it happen. Totally. And all you got to do is just start with, making a decision and making one move. Cause once you get clear on that decision, uh, all the things start to happen. And it's not that, um, you don't get any challenges with it, but things just start appearing. And because you've shown that you are committed to what you want in your, your cause and yep. your goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me this. If you had three things that you would, uh, three things to the person who's like, I think it's time that I do this thing that I've been thinking about. I need to build this thing. I need to stop what I'm doing. I make a right turn and go sit down and build the damn thing. If there were three things that you would say to that person right now. Um, first, I would say be clear about what it is that you want. Sit down with yourself and make a list of the things. That's what sparked... Um, my decision to go into bodybuilding, like I just made a list of everything that I wanted to do. And I started making those things happen. So I would say just sit down with yourself and and make a list, an unbiased list, and don't get distracted by other people's opinions. Yep. And just focus on what it is that you really want in your heart. And a lot of times I just feel like we know what we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. at a very young age. Yes. And we just need to go back to those things that made us happy, the things that we yes. enjoyed doing when yes. we were like in fourth and fifth grade. And, yes. and those are the things that help us to identify our gifts and what our purpose is. Mm-hmm. So don't take those for granted. And those are the things we should start building. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Absolutely. Sharon Hamner, people. 
Dun, 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 dun. I love this client corner. I am uh, a fan. So I have shared this. I want you to go stalk her. Uh, she is knee deep in the do the damn thing community, but I am a fan of her work, her work ethic, her consistency, and all of the neat things. And honest to God, I am like front row waiting to see. I am like that with excitement. And most importantly, um, if there was one question that you were like, like if there was one question that you could ask Sharon, I want you to think of what your biggest challenge is, what hasn't happened, what's not on your list, and and the amount of procrastination that you've allotted yourself in room that you don't have. I can't wait to see you next on Build a Damn Thing. I hope that you start to implement something that you've heard in the next 24 hours, because truthfully, if you take just one of the things that she talked about, you could be done in 30 days or less. See ya. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take. Because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you and it is at www.strackedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live. Whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere. And I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you build. 